Previously on Vanderpump Rules. Go make a life for yourself. You don't have me anymore. Jack's a cheating, lying, stealing piece of shit. Jack's got there. a girl pregnant. What I want to know, though, so if you've known this for two months, why didn't you yeah. tell her? All Frank wanted to do was get in your pants. A lot of people want to. And notice still young. And like, kind of. Oh, Cardi's here. Oh. I just was like, why are you, why is Sandoval shirtless? <laughs> like, it just, of course he is, but also, why are you? But I also don't want the answer. You guys claim to be, like, my best friends, yet you are the two that have made me so goddamn depressed. I can't ask you not to schedule me with Stassi. It doesn't work like that. If Jax and Frank can't get it together in somebody else's restaurant, they're not going to come back and work in mine. So one of them will go. Welcome to Vanderpump Robs, a comedic and sometimes very real recap of Vanderpump Rules. Today I'm recapping the fifth episode of season one, and my guest is the very funny Maya Deshmukh. Listeners of the podcast know that I've developed trading cards with the card father himself, Bill Tilly, and behind the scenes we're texting each other things like, what's next? How do trading cards work? Is this that cast member's real birthday? What can we believe online? And many more questions that trail off into doodles of Knight Rider and talking of time travel. Anyway, I've been thinking about these trading cards and how fun they are, but we've only done two rookie cards so far. And Bill had the great idea of doing some cocktail cards. It just rolls off the tongue so easily. Cocktail cards. Cocktail cards. Cocktail cards. So which cocktail cards do we go with? Well, I've prepped for three based on items already discussed in this podcast feed. First, Danica said that she loved Aperol spritzes, and she suggested putting in a shot of a botanical vodka. That sounds great. I think we should have a picture of an Aperol Spritz on the front. On the back, you put the ingredients to an Aperol Spritz and the botanical shot, and there you go. I think, obviously, the next card has to be the Peter Rita. Friend of the podcast, Peter Madrigal's famous avocado margarita. This recipe is also found in a past episode, which would be on the back of the card. Imagine if we could get holographic cards for these. That would just be... That would be fantastic. Bill, I know we, neither one of us have the technology for that. And finally, we should go with that other drink Danica suggested, the hibiscus marg. Slap the recipe on the back, and there you go. And that's three cards that could come out. We're almost to a booster pack. All of these drinks are incredibly refreshing... And the cocktail cards will have a very important part in the eventual Vanderpump Rob's card game. What? More on that later, but for now, let's get into the recap. It's a beautiful afternoon in sunny Los Angeles. It's 76 degrees and Lisa is preparing for a tea party. She's hired both Peter and Jax to tend the bar. 
Lisa gives Jax a talking to about the trip to Vegas and his terrible behavior. She really pushes him for honesty by finishing his sentences. She tells Jax that there will be a staff meeting based on the Vegas events. Jax cries during this scene, but later on Lisa calls out Jax on his conflicting emotional behaviors. Man, it's really my favorite thing when Lisa holds people's feet to the fire. Why did you go to Vegas if Frank went with Stassi? My friends are all going to be there. I wanted to go. I no, had to, I that's not, you know. And just a couple miles away, Stassi goes to brunch with her mom. Her mom's in town from 60 miles away. We're told that they're very similar and both consider themselves princesses. As Stasi explains the events of Vegas, her mom is hung up on the fact that Stasi was sharing a room with Frank. Giant. Frank was staying with you? Yeah. Stasi's lost her best shift to Laura Lee, another server at Sir. But it's okay because Stasi hates working because of all of the drama. We cut to a scene of Sheena prepping for her performance. Her big night is ahead. But before we get to that, we have to visit Jackson Peter back at Sir. Jax is not only a person who's gaslighting his friends, but he might be gaslighting himself. He's also recently hooked up with someone new. Oh, I heard some interesting new development. Go ahead. That you hooked up with a, a girl from Sir. I knew who it was, like right away. Okay, so anyway. Especially from like body language. Okay. See, Peter lets Jax know he heard an interesting development about him and Laura Lee. But Peter also has to interact with Stasi and all of the other employees at Sir. And Stasi's a bit upset. She wants to be cut. She doesn't want to be there. She's having trouble interacting with her co-workers. Peter says no, and that she can't get special treatment. He doesn't care about the drama. Although he does love talking to Jax about the drama. It's during this time that we get more from Laura Lee. She approaches the bar where Jax and Peter are hanging out and has noticed that Jax was talking to a couple of ladies. Jax is like, yeah, they wanted to know where uh, the party was after this, and I suggested the club that I like to go to. He said, you can come along, you can tell them your whole story. Laura Lee jokes around and then explains her whole story, that she's an ex-meth addict. <laughs> I will f*** you up. <laughs> you know what, I'm not going to lie to you. The best sex I've had in a long time. She's been sober for nine months, and in that, Lisa is concerned about her entering into the social group that we've seen as the main cast. But after her and Jax's hookup has been made public, she starts receiving some crazy texts from Stasi. And unfortunately, you can tell that she's not as strong as she could be due to an outburst we see later at a staff meeting. Let's check in with Kristen, shall we? This is treatment that Princess Stassi needs. I love it. <laughs> She's really enjoying Stassi's stressing at work. Her and Tom throw a little hang sesh. Frank and Stassi are not invited. And with that, it offers up a great time for everyone to bond with Laura Lee and Sheena. No drama, remember? Tina's there too, but I still don't know why there isn't more Tina in the show. We know that the staff meeting is looming, and we find out that Katie hates conflict. She's extremely worried about the staff meeting. She just wants to have fun at Tina and Sheena's show and not worry about all the stress. 
I thought we'd get more out of Katie in this episode since she's the one that wants to start a record label. But this is Sheena's episode. And in this Sheena episode, we find out that Tina has invited Sheena to open up for her at the Roxy. Tina has fronted all the money to rent out the club. So Sheena gets a couple of backup dancers, her friends, they're going to help her practice the song and make the stage boom. Plus, they all used to be cheerleaders, so that shouldn't be a problem. It was a good idea for them to practice. Here's a crazy fact. Future cast member and fan favorite Ariana is one of Sheena's backup dancers in this episode. After the show, Sheena sees that Stassi is in distress due to all the social politics, and she goes over and comforts her, which bridges their friendship gap. We talk more about this on the interview coming up in the second half of the episode. We should get to that looming staff meeting. It's like a character all in itself. Lisa slams the door upon entry. She is pissed they acted like fools at Stassi's birthday in Vegas. Well, hello. You cannot represent her brand this way. Stassi gets all the aggression she's been texting thrown back at her verbally. You are so fake. Jax takes responsibility of his actions. He knows how to apologize when it's helpful. But man, this whole thing is messy. But the fun thing about today's episode is that Tom Sandoval reminds us that Stassi has some very violent metaphors. His theory is that she uses strong language to try and seem dangerous. I think Stassi might use these violent metaphors because she's trying to seem dangerous. I normally would have literally ran across that flow with daggers and not only stabbed you both like 40 times, but then thrown you off, tarred and feathered each of you, beheaded you, and then quartered your bodies and dragged them through the cities of West LA on a disgusting truck. At the uh, music event that Sheena was performing at, Tom is also the guitar player in Tina's band, which may be the same band he plays in with Lisa's son. I don't know. How was that? Did I leave anything out? Let me know. Use the hashtag VPROBS. We'll compile a wiki about it. After the break, listen to me talk about this episode with Maya Deshmukh. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, Brittany, this podcast is made possible by our supporters on Patreon. That's so true. This is a labor of love. We enjoy every show that we create together, but we were able to bring another person onto the team, and that's Jeremy, and we can pay him through the people who give us like five bucks a month over on Patreon. It's awesome. It's amazing. We're so glad to have Jeremy, and we appreciate having supporters like our Patreon members, and we want more. More the merrier. Yeah, it's true. You pay $7 for Netflix, but you can also pay for any sort of content that you enjoy. Um, This is no guilt to anyone. These podcasts are free, but if you enjoy it, for the price of a cup of coffee, you can get 
us some happiness, some payment to someone who helps us, and bonus episodes. The more patrons we have, the more episodes we can do. Imagine, I mean, let's come up with a number. Let's just say 6,000 patrons. Sure. <laughs> we would just do episodes every day. It's true. Every single day we would do an episode. I mean, the, just think about that. So I think our, our big goal is 6,000 patrons. Yeah. And let's just say this year, because we don't know what year, what we're counting by, which Gregorian calendar, uh, <laughs> we'll start with trying to get 50 patrons. How about that? Yeah. Let's just start with 50. Yeah. And then we'll 6,000 will be step two. But the only way we're going to do that is people go to patreon.com slash pink jeans and uh, pledge their support. That's right. All right. Let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Vanderpump Robs. We are here at episode five. You heard me recap it. Now we get into the good stuff. I brought another guest. I know you've been wanting them. So I'm going to continue with these guests. Today, I have a member of Asian Pop. Someone who has been on high maintenance on HBO. She's a UCB performer and a dentist. <laughs> Everyone, <laughs> I've got Maya Deshma. Hi, how are you? Oh my God, you said that beautifully, Ross. Oh, Wow. I'd like to know your relationship with VPR. It's like, how do you describe your relationship with your mother? Oh, wow. With your grandmother that you love, with your wonderful father, sister, brother, all of the above. I love Vanderpump Rules. I am obsessed with the Housewives. I was obsessed with Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. The first mm-hmm. season was like the gods just bore the fruits and we harvested them and that's what it was. And we're still continuing. We're still continuing. The Bravo tree will not cease to produce. I love these fruits. I mean, all of it. And then, I mean, Vanderpump Rules, you're like, I want to hate this. It's just like some hot people, like kind of whatever. But it was... Oh, God, it's so, so, so good. You cannot look away. It's just perfect television. I 100% agree. So I feel like they are also a part of my family. I mean. Okay, quickly, who would be older brother and who would be younger brother to you? Um, Older brother. I know there's lots of dudes, but. There's so many. Um, Older brother, probably like Jax. Peter, Peter. Good answer. Peter is, (laughs) Peter's like your very, like, Peter's like your very solid, wonderful older brother. Jax is like the jerk your sister's dating that you're oh, like, yeah. girl, you need to dump him. He is toxic. Sandoval is just like your best boyfriend that you've never hooked up with. Uh, Schwartz is like your dog. It's just like a happy golden retriever. He's always there to see you. This is perfect. He just is just just sweet and like like goofy. Man. And I don't, but I don't. I don't love dogs, actually. That's like my <laughs> secret. <laughs> I do, but I'm not going to hold it <laughs> You're against like, you. leave this no. building. <laughs> no, that's great. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll fit in this family tree all over totally. the place. Totally. We'll keep as, it up going with the ladies as well. Yeah. Uh, we can't, but maybe the next time you're on. Maybe next time. Like, We've got to save it. something mm-hmm. for next time. Absolutely. Each guest, as you've already noticed on this podcast, listeners, 
is required to do two episodes. It's just a matter of booking it. I you mean, know, I'm, maybe three, four, five. Who I knows? would do all of the. I would do the podcast with you. I'd well, like, one day, one what's going to happen is is that we'll just be like, hey, you know, someone else backed out. Maya, you want to do it? Yeah, I'll you be there. It? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I think we should start off this conversation. I think a good way to flow into your points, let's say, would be to talk about that staff meeting. Oh, that staff meeting. It was important. It was very important. Needed oh to God, be filmed. Needed to be filmed. Lisa was very concerned about other people's behavior in somebody else's restaurant, somebody else's club in a strip mall in Vegas. I was like, what? sad ass strip mall is this it was like nail salon dental office like maybe like an indian grocery store next door i'm indian i'm allowed to say that it was just like every it was the saddest the saddest strip mall i've always wanted to know when you are in a strip mall and you see like the random pair of pants or the random shirt i was like where does that come from and now i'm like oh People were fighting People were here fighting. because there's the one club. There's the one it's club. It's the only thing that's open It's right the now. only club. And it was like, they're in Vegas. Like, yeah. there are endless, like, bougie clubs to go to. Like, why are they in this? Like, was Bravo, like, Bravo's a big network. Like, they couldn't film at, like, I don't MGM. Know. I don't know. I don't do clubs Neither that do I. much. Yeah. Uh, did they not go to Big Casino? They did go to <laughs> BigCasino.com club. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm right there with you because the whole episode, episode five, is like the hangover. Oh, my God. I was just going to say the hangover. Whoa. That's crazy. Well, you brought a handful of points, probably the most points. Oh and that's God. not a bad thing. Like, I wrote I'm this, looking through this. I wrote this at 2.30 in the morning. That's how I knew you were excited about <laughs> it. <laughs> well, I totally forgot to watch it. And then I was like, <laughs> And then I couldn't sleep. And I just like crept in the other room and just mm-hmm. like watched it. And I was like, ah! <laughs> and then I just, Now I know why. <laughs> I got my fix. <sighs> so let's start with just in three bold words on this notepad. Laurely, Laurely, Laurely. Ah! <laughs> oh my God. She is just like, it is a, honestly, like I love Vanderpump Rules, but the fact that Laurely like is not a stable cast member, the fact that she is not like a member of this, of this, you know, family, or at least just like peppered through throughout, like she is Aurora Borealis that graced us for a moment <laughs> and then just ceased to never return. She's just amazing and perfect. What that reminds me of is Tina. So Tina has the big performance in this episode. Yeah. Last she, we saw Tina. Yeah. Where did Tina, Tina go? Tina was like, mm. and I remember like, I think it was episode one. I know you're binging all of these, everyone, but like episode one, Sheena is with Tina at that like holistic bar where they're like looking at their tongues and stuff. Yeah. And I thought she said that Tina worked at Villa Blanca with her. But Tina's at Sir a whole lot a whole in lot. like what seems to be a Sir outfit. Yeah. Or uniform. Uh-huh. Who knows? Like so oh. much of this episode revolved around Tina, yet she was not a character. Yeah. Laura Lee was more of a character in this episode. Yeah. For reasons. But Tina's just, I mean, Tina's like a normal, yeah, talented yeah. gal that's just hustling, trying to make it really as an artist in L.A. Like, I love Tina. I appreciate her hustle. 
I would love to see Tina if she was messy, but she's there's just no messiness true, there. True. She's just aspirational and hardworking and lovely and, you know, giving... <laughs> and got out of there. And got out of there. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it would have been probably very good for her career to yes. remain in. But I, that's the one issue I do have with VPR is their issue with diversity. There is... And Bravo, honestly, in general. I mean, like, besides, like, you have your, like, Atlanta and your Potomac and whatever, but it's just pretty segregated. There's not much mixing of different cultures and ethnicities true which um i i would have liked to see more even when jacks and faith had their dalliance you know i could have seen some more faith storylines you know she was getting messy i definitely wanted to know more on that side of things i totally did um but Uh, that was that didn't really pan out unfortunately well maybe they'll hire us to be showrunners maybe you never know (laughs) i mean they're adding new characters every season yeah but back to laura lee uh, she is a flash in the pan. Yeah. And what a flash. How much can you expand on someone before you even know them? So we meet her just at the bar. Okay. So there's the whole things that we've already talked about with like Peter being like, hey, her, her, you hooked yep. up with someone. Mm-hmm. But then when we see her talk to Jax, Jax pokes fun at her. He's like, oh, you're going to tell him your life story? And she's like, I'm an ex meth addict, alcoholic. I'll, I'll call it cut a bitch. Beating meth and alcohol, yep. very big accomplishment. Probably one of the bigger accomplishments one can accomplish. Mm, possibly the biggest accomplishment of anyone on the show. Sure. <laughs> yes. I 100%. In terms of uh, how hard it was to do. Yes. Although Stassi did pretty well. Actually, very true. Very Stassi's a best-selling author. She's selling out shows. She's actually very funny. I, I, I think she's doing well for herself. I agree. And kicked Frank to the fucking curb. Oh my God, like Frank, the, snooze fest. He's literally a human brick. Completely useless. I have no time for him. I'm done talking I'm about done, him, Frank, I like, frankly. I literally don't want to talk about yeah, him. Like, Lorelei, yeah, till I go, die. Yeah, Lorelei, <laughs> I am so star. proud of you. She is the star that shines the brightest. Yep. I felt so bad watching her even when she was, like, getting out of there. I know. Like, I did look up her IMDb, and this might be spoiler for next episode, but she did book everything she was yeah, studying I for. Love it. And I was like, wow, Lorelei. Yeah, good She's for still her. acting. She's still doing it. She was very interesting yeah. and very good television. You know what else is good television? What? Your next point uh, Sheena oh. and her dance practice. Oh, my God. So good. Here's the girl I wanna be. Can you freak, bitch? Ooh, and then we got that uh, dubstep from 2013 yeah, like, break in yes. the music. And she does the like kick. Yep. Oh my God. Um, Here's something that I noticed. What's that? On this rewatch. And Ariana is one of her backup <gasps> Oh yep. my gosh. Yep. Worked no at Villa Blanca with her, was way. her friend. Yeah. Wow. I don't think she's in the studio no. when the gals are singing. There, no. But she's in the, backup the dance back, Aww, backup dance What a studio. good friend. What a yeah. good gal. I like Ariana. I like Ariana. I think a lot she's too. she's like the Greek chorus of the show. Ooh. You know, I like just, that. She just she's just telling it like it is in her deadpan. And if there's something that you're like, wait, maybe I'm being manipulated a little bit by production, she'll just pop in in a talking head and be like, no, it sucks. She's like, oh, well, you know. (laughs) That's Ariana. So tell me more about why uh, all of the Sheena shenanigans is something to talk about. I mean, the confidence on that girl, I mean, God 
bless her. It's just, it's just like she knew this was like season one, and 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 she's she took notes. She yes. saw Kim Zolziak. Uh, Kim Zolziak. She saw Countess Luann. Yep. She saw like, oh hey, I could make some dumb dummy song, and like no, but my favorite was like <laughs> the like the like tr- incel collective. <laughs> sorry, no offense. No, no offense to the incels out there. You know, I'm sorry. Uh, but the incel collective that was like guiding her through this process. And they were just like, oh, that like one guy is like, yeah, um, just want to make sure you're looking really sexy. And then the vocal coach is just like, what is my life? Yeah, and like, he looks why? like he's 16. He looks like he's 16 and like so utterly pained that this is like what he's like doing. I just wanted to tell that guy to button at least one more button I know. on his shirt. Oh my God. And then she's like, it's really hard to sing the song the whole way through. And I'm like, what the fuck? You remember when people just did that for I fun? I mean, people do that all the time. But hey, you know what? She's smart. She's very yeah. smart. Good as gold. She did good as gold. I was looking at Katie's Instagram story yesterday and they all went to, maybe this is a spoiler for season nine, but they were at a like a anime themed party and Sheena sang good as gold. I mean, what is it? 10 years later, 10 years later. I mean, look at, she Kim. got flown out to sing good as gold she, during this season. I miss Ariana's birthday party. Yes. I mean, she is milking that. I mean, she's no, she's no dummy. She's no. very smart. And, um, she did a really good job at that performance. I will say. Oh yeah. I mean like performance wise, I don't think like, it wasn't a great show. I don't think she's like a, a singer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I think she knows that. I'm not. Well, she like, says like in episode not, one, she's like, no, I'm a performer. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you know what? She did it. She was, you know, stunning and beautiful and sexy. And she really gave us what we needed to see. Yes. I was happy for her. And you know what that leads to? Your next big point. Stassi, Stassi. is. So first of all, the song changed Stassi. It's, I mean, let's be real. All her friends hating her changed Stassi. And then Stassi's like, I guess I could have a friend that like would suck up to me. And like, <laughs> find, like she's calculating. She's calculating I it all. Appreciate this viewpoint. Yeah. Because I was just like, I was taking it so at face value. I know that this is how these people of, work. Of course. But looking at it at face value, it is so easy. Yeah. How it was just like, this song changed my point of view I on mean, this person. The catharsis. Yes. The, the the metamorphosis. But I do like, let's let's dig a little deeper on this calculation. I do think, yeah, and I think we've all been, maybe not in the exact situation, but we've all been in a fight with our friends. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, well, this is a person that's not mad at me. Let's hang out with him. But she's being a little bit more, I need to be the queen bee. Of I course. I and I think, I think Stassi is... Um, and first of all, I did mention this as a point, um, not to spoil, no, not to please. spoil the, the, you know, decorum of the show, the prestige, the prestige this season, it's like peak Stassi. Yes. It is just like, she's so hot. She's so mean. She's like, hasn't come into like her slight, like she hasn't been like knocked down a few pegs, like the self deprecating, like kind of like lovable Stassi that we have now, like hasn't fully emerged, but like, she's just such a diva. It's just so oh. like, like, she's such a perfect, like Lisa Vanderpump should just be like sending her like, like meat and cheese platters, like on the reg because yep. like literally Lisa Vanderpump has this entire collection because of Stassi. Yeah. It's like, it is Stassi. It has nothing to do with anybody else. It's Stassi. That's the only reason why anyone was turning in. Like, yes. just to see her be mean and like, 
and then like also see her be vulnerable. It was oh. just like it's so beautiful. Well, you just like people getting their comeuppance. Oh but yeah. You're also like people that are hard headed. Totally. And and she's and she's a very smart girl. Like she's not stupid. 100%. And she's funny. I like I I like her a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell. She grew on me. Like, oh yeah, totally. I, that first season, I was like, hey, when I watched it for the first time, like, sure. There was probably a level of irony in there yeah. because it's not a show typically uh, pointed towards my demographic, let's say. Uh, yeah. And so when you find like, oh, this is exactly what I thought it was going to exactly. be. It's going to be this. It's going to be this. And then you get to like episode three and you're like, this is not what I think it was no. going to be. And I am here to see this journey. I'm here to see the journey. Um, I mentioned uh, it was like the Stasi, the Stasi Sheena like makeup was like the end of the Cold War, you know? Oh, perfect. It was just very much surface level, but you know that there are simmering tensions that will exist forever. Oh my God. Yeah. I almost want to end it there, but I think we should talk about one more very <laughs> let's important do it. point. Let's do it. I don't want this but to end. This is so much fun. Well, then let's just think still. Wow. VPR Cold War. It's the VPR Cold War. I mean, it's like Stasi is Russia. Yes. You know, she's just like inherently super calculating. She's like 10 steps ahead of you. She knows exactly what she wants to do. Sheena's obviously the United States. You know, she's loving. She's sweet. She's a little like, bit of everything. She's like a little there. bit of everything. She's like, she doesn't know. She wants to be friends. She wants to just please people. But yeah. She also wants to stand up for herself. Totally. And... But she's also just like kind of making a fool of herself yes. also. Yeah. I think that was the ultimate end to that sentence for <laughs> sure. Now, you do a comedy show about fashion. I do. And your last point is about the fashion in this show. Uh. <laughs> And I know nothing about fashion. Everyone has their own body stuff. I have a hard time finding clothes, but I need to go get nice L.A. shirts. Do it. I have no idea anything about fashion, so <laughs> I'm hoping you can at least relate something from the show that maybe I can Well, don't use. wear anything that was of the show. Okay. Because the show's... That's like almost 10 years ago. Yeah, it's almost 10 years ago. What it's if like... I wore something of the show... Yeah. This season. Sure, why not? Okay, cool. I'm going to get one of Tom's like, suits. I could see you in like a cute, like printed y, like you're going to LA, yes. like a printed, like button down. I'm going to have to. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Live Everyone, I feel good. You should feel good and you're great. Thank you. Yeah. You're great too. So oh, tell wait, me about this oh, t- fashion. 2013 fashion. The 2013 fashion. Okay. The level of statement necklaces. I mean, just beyond. Just so many statement necklaces on everyone. Stasi obviously was wearing like big statement necklaces with her sur dress. Just the like like American Apparel like lime green crop tanks. Yeah. Um, Peter's bar mitzvah prop fedora. Because we're all adults now. Because we're all adults, but this was like. 13 years ago. We all know the 13-year-old in a fedora. You know, and that's what Peter was giving me. He was serving me 13-year-old in a fedora. It was just so sad. I was like, oh, yeah. Um, Quick question. Yes. We'll get back to fashion one sec. I mean this in the nicest way possible. (laughs) What do you say? Do you think Peter is happy where he's at, or is he thirsty for screen time? Oh. Because he always gets like, Three minutes. He always gets through me. He's always like adjacent. But he's a adjacent. really good manager. Yeah. He's so a great I wonder manager. if he's just like, I'm going to manage this. I'm going to have ventures on the side. Yeah. And they give me my three minutes. Totally. Or, but there's always just sometimes I'm like, man, you. He wants it. I want. I would want it just to know that you there. I know, but it's like. Maybe that's a problem in me. Maybe maybe it maybe you're def, maybe you're reflecting projecting. You're yes, projecting. I think I am. You're projecting. Um. 
this has been healthy. I, <laughs> I think Peter is a manager. I don't think that like, I think he's, he's probably happy with what he has. Manager first. Yeah. I think that he isn't like, he doesn't bring the like drama. Like, listen, they are getting screen time, but they are earning their screen time. Absolutely. The messiness that they have, like the like level that they have like flayed their bodies and lives out for all of us to just like feel better when they come home from work is is sacrificial. Like we should light candles for these people. Like they have given their lives to us. Should we start a VPR annual holiday? I mean, why not? It'll be like something. Where It'll we be bring gay pride. It'll the, be should, LA gay yeah. pride, and that's VPR. Sounds good to <laughs> Even me. Even though everyone's Maybe straight, there's like literally no yeah. people. Like they had Billy, but Billy's not around anymore for some yeah. reason. I wish Billy was back. I wish Billy was back too. I wish they the ladies included her more. I wish they did. I as think well. that was. You know, I but. think I think there are level. No, I'm not going to make an excuse for anyone. I think a lot of people on the show have good intentions. They really do. They can dislike someone all they want, but they're not there to like actively exclude someone unless it's James Kennedy. And I think that they also have trouble with like seeing two or three steps ahead. Yeah, like Billy's not your friend. And that's why you didn't invite her to Ladies' Night. Yeah. Billy wasn't an original cast member. That's why you didn't invite her to Ladies' Night. But you can't see why Billy is not thinking of it that way. Of course, of course, she's, of course, she's going to think of it that way yeah. because it like it's just being excluded. It's just it's like it sucks to be excluded, yeah. especially when it's like a ladies night thing. And it's like, there's that, you know, there's like a whole level of exclusion that she must be feeling. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, I, I, and I wish that they had just been like, yeah, fuck, I'm really sorry. Yeah, like, it could, it's that I'm easy. Really, like, we were just thinking, like, we had gotten in a fight and we just didn't think. And I really wish that they didn't try to fight her on it because she was right. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that they're transphobic at all. I just no. think that they were just not thinking. Yeah. And, well, back to fashion. Oh, yes. The Blackberries. <laughs> the Blackberries. The, like, tiny iPhone 5s. The sweeping bang. The, like, side part sweep bang of Lorelei. Oh, so 2013. Yeah. The, like, the like sad, like, I'm, I wish you guys could see what I'm doing right now, but I'm pulling my hair. All into, of like, her hair is on one side of in, her In, like, shoulder. a sad, like, like half bun, half oh, ponytail. Yeah. They were, like, the, like, smocky type shirts where it's, like, low cut here, but, like, kind of, like, loose. And, oh, God, I don't know. There's just so much. It's so such, much a, such a new world to me, as we talked about before. But, like, it's not like I don't notice what people are wearing. It's just something when it's pointed out to you like you buy a red car and then all you can see are red cars on of course, the road yeah the moment you say statement necklace you, that's all i can see all you see are the statement necklaces yeah. it's endless lisa vanderpump has like the in the staff meeting is wearing this like elaborate like long like cheney statement necklace with this like cr- like hot pink like crystal tassel it's hideous oh, there's an instagram man. actually that's called like real bad <laughs> like necklaces and it's like all the like hideous necklaces from the real Swipes. Love it. Love it. It's very good. Maya, thanks for being on the show. Oh my God, Robs. Let's do it again sometime. I would love to. Thank this you. This was like epic. My dream. Like, ugh, I'm in heaven right now. Excellent. Well, where can people find you or is there anything you'd like to plug? Um, I think the best thing to find me would be my Instagram. It's also my Twitter. It's at M-A-Y-A-D-E-S-H. Maya Desh. And you can find, I'll have show updates. I post uh, character videos and impressions. Um, so yeah, just 
I post cooking videos, so you can just catch my content there. You probably should. I do it. Anyway, do thanks you? again. Well, we, well, you of will. Of course we do. We will. Of course. <laughs> thanks again. Thank you so much, Robs. All right, bye. Wow, that was a blast. But you know what time it is. It's the dumpster moment of the episode. And although this episode was somewhat subtle, I found one thing that really jumped out at me. It's how Jax quickly turns and has uh, certain thoughts about a certain time in his life after meeting a certain person. Let's take right, a listen. That's the way I see it. This wasn't supposed to happen. She was babysitting my dog. It just so happens that then we went and got lunch, and then we went for a hike, and then we went to get dinner. And then we went to go see a movie, and then we got breakfast, and then we got, you know, it was just, uh, I just get along with her, and I like her company, and we like each other. Are you considering Laura like a, is she like a rebound? Or? No, no, absolutely well, not. I don't know who said something, but Stasi knows that. Next episode, my guest is comic and actor Anna Suzuki, so make sure to stay subscribed to Vanderpump Robs. If you feel like helping out the show, you can leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Remember, independent podcasts uh, really rely on those reviews to stay afloat and stay relevant in the algorithms. So if you subscribe and you leave that rating in a review and you tell a friend to do the same, it's very, very helpful and I appreciate it. This episode was produced by me and I had editing help on the interview with my buddy Connor Lynch. My theme music is by... Jeremy Siegel. He also did those interstitials. Thanks again. We'll see you next week. <laughs>